Hello, Clive DeCarl, another edition of the Health Revolution. And today I'm very pleased to be joined by Caroline Mansfield, uh, a wonderful health practitioner from originally from Australia, now working in London fantastically. So welcome, Caroline. And you're going to tell us fabulous things about detoxification and all the specialities that you you have, you do. Oh, thank you so much for having me on, Clive. Yes, I'm here today to run through a few products with you that I think are a benefit to people, especially this time on Earth, um, 2023, as to what we've all been going through for the last couple of years, and show you also some experiments I've been doing because I do live blood analysis. And I want to show you how um, the recent interventions have been affecting people's blood and also to offer solutions um, with some specific products that I've also done some research on. So hopefully your viewers will find this interesting. I'm so certain they will, having have glimpses in advance. It's going to be fabulous. So yeah, thank you. Okay, so let me just um, share my screen with you. Okay, lovely. So I'm just going to read a little medical disclaimer before we start, if that's okay. Um, healthcare in the early 21st century is almost completely controlled by vested interests, which claim that their system, known as modern medicine, is the only genuine form of healthcare, and that all other forms are to be regarded as pseudo or quackery. The consequence of this control is that I must advise you that, so here we go with the legal disclaimer, the information provided is for educational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for the medical advice of a physician or other qualified healthcare professional. We do not aim to diagnose, treat, cure, prevent any illness or disease. You should always contact, make on, sorry, consult with your doctor or other healthcare professional for medical advice or information about diagnosis and treatment. The information provided has not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration or any other medical body. Okay, so with that over with, without further ado. So today I just want to really show you some images um, relating to some research that I've been doing, um, looking um, under the microscope. I'm, I'm a live blood microscopist, which I've been doing for the last 22 years. And I'm very privileged to be able to see people's blood under the microscope. And we have a certain picture of what a healthy blood profile should look like. And someone whose health is compromised will show us a different picture. Um, and I think what's really interesting, I'd like to show people is an experiment I did with an antibiotic capsule because we're all very worried about the interventions um, that are happening out there um, with our health. And it's not only just in the interventions, but when we look at the potential of sort of graphene oxide or other heavy metals, they're coming from other sources as well. So when we're looking at resolving these interventions, it's not just through those. So I wanted to just show you this experiment I did on antibiotic capsule. Somebody had posted online that an antibiotic capsule, the outside of it was magnetic. So I wanted to replicate that study and I found the exact same antibiotic capsule that someone had discussed online. And I took out the antibiotic from the inside and 
noticed also that the outside of the capsule, the black side was uh, in fact magnetic. So I took this experiment a step further and dissolved the capsule into some, uh, into some water and as you can see, the water just turned opaque and the black capsule disappeared. So most people think that's it, you know, it's just dissolved and it's just a, a standard capsule. To the outside of the glass, then these little black particles would appear from out of the opaque solution. And the solution is distilled water, by the way. And this is the picture just a little bit uh, more up close. So you can see that um, all these little black particles gather. They look like one cloud of black, but actually they're, they're, they're very separate little particles. So I decided to take these particles out of the water and put them on a slide to put them under the microscope so we can see exactly what, um, what these are made of. So in order to do that, I actually had to put the magnets into the water so the magnetic particles would jump up onto the magnet. Because if I try to use a pipette or anything else, they would just disappear back into the solution and um, we wouldn't be able to see them. So I managed to get this sort of black glue from goo, I should say, from one capsule of the antibiotic. And you can just see in this picture that one capsule, one half capsule, has this much goo on the end of it. So you can imagine if you're taking, a, you know, a number of antibiotic capsules for a period of weeks, how much this would add up in your body. And I just want to say prerequisite here, I'm not saying for people not to take antibiotics if they need them, um, if your body's not able to deal with an infection, so you need some extra help at that time. But I just may, want to make people aware that um, uh, how much of this uh, substance could build up in your system. And we're going to go on to see exactly what the substance is. So I put the black goo onto the slide and uh, put this onto the microscope. And the very first image that showed itself to me uh, was this picture here. Now, this is, uh, it was quite shocking um, because it kind of looked like an alien uh, picture or photo. And uh, I, I didn't know what I was going to expect to see, but um, I knew I wasn't going to expect to see anything nice because it's pharmaceutical. And I've always found that when I look at anything that comes from nature under the microscope, it's very beautiful. And anything that comes from sort of anything that's not natural um, and comes from pharma is uh, usually unattracted to look at. So that was quite surprising. And when I zoomed out and uh, looked at some other particles on the slide, then I came across these little particles. Um, they look like uh, little pieces of iron, you know, rusty iron under the microscope. And the thing is, when I move the magnet above the slide on the microscope going out to about eight inches, these little pieces moved. They were highly magnetized. Uh, for such small little tiny pieces of um, uh, sort of particles of whatever they are. So when I did my research into what these could be, I came across this uh, substance and it's called iron oxide magnetized nanoparticles. 
And these are put into pharmaceutical products, apparently, because they are supposed to help drive product into cell better. Um, so these, what we found, and this is a, a picture from the internet to show exactly these are the same particles as from the, the company that supplies these iron oxide magnetized nanoparticles to the pharmaceutical um, industry. And we know that iron inside the body, um, these magnetized iron particles can be a problem. There's lots of studies done on this. Um, they can cause coagulation and um, affect the cells, make the cells lose their charge and make them clump together more. So they're not really beneficial and they're not natural. It's not like we're just taking natural iron from our food. Uh, these are artificially made iron particles. So that, that is a big difference. Um, I've actually put um, iron oxide, just normal iron oxide from food source supplements under the microscope. And they're, they're very mildly magnetized. They've hardly got any magnetic pull um, in comparison and they completely dissolve as well in water. And then you, there's no particles that come up to the magnet. So when I zoomed out, I also found another substance uh, in, in this antibiotic capsule and it looked like this. And this is a video, Clive, I'm going to just play to you. Um, sometimes the internet can go a bit dodgy. <laughs> so I'll just play it and uh, so people can see how these move. Just let me know. So I was moving the magnet above the slide and these particles were moving. Now these are slightly different. They were flat and gray looking and almost like bendable slight lattice and this is at 1600 times magnification so i was thinking gosh this is completely different almost blacky gray color what what are these and when i did my research and i was looking at graphene oxide this is what graphene oxide looks like uh, similar magnification and these are um, pictures off the internet um, from under the microscope and i thought this is exactly the same substance so I reached out to a community of um, doctors and scientists that um, I work with, and they were able to confirm that, yes, this substance is graphene oxide. Uh, and this is um, Dr. Felipe van Welbergen, who I reached out to on this particular um, image, because he was the first doctor to discover the graphene inside um, the shots. And he was passed, he passed that information on to Pablo, um, Camper from La Quinta Columna, and then they raised the alert to the world. So well done to him for discovering this when he looked at some of the vials under the microscope. So we know that we are, it's not only the interventions with, that we're getting this, um, these uh, metals from, uh, but it's also potentially in pharmaceuticals. And then I've gone on to do other research, Clive. Um, somebody pointed out that they found that the outside of a vitamin D capsule was also magnetic. So this particular product was from Australia. So I ordered this product from Australia. It took three weeks to arrive. And uh, when I looked into the company that sold this particular product, it was bought out by pharmaceutical, not surprising. So another thing that people need to be very aware of is when they're buying their nutrition, nutritional, nutritional supplements, they need to look into 
who the formulators are, who the companies are, who are selling these products, and just make sure that ethos is correct. Uh, because if the company's just simply being bought out by a pharmaceutical company, then we can't guarantee what, what is in that product. So this was a similar type of, when I did the same experiment with this vitamin D capsule, I took out the vitamin D liquid, I dissolved the capsule, and I put this uh, substance under the microscope. And this is probably a slight upgrade from the previous substance because that uh, antibiotic capsule I showed you was actually from 2013. And this is 2022. So I'm going to try and just play this video for you as well. But when I move the magnets above this substance, it was moving around as well, very highly magnetized. Again, I was going out about eight inches away from the microscope. Um, but this is a very flexible type of movement, slightly different. And you can see how it, it was kind of attracted to each other as well. They would attach up. And at one point, all the substances, the magnetized substances disappeared on the slide. And I found them all grouped together down one end, which I felt was a bit concerning because if this is happening inside our body, they're all clumping together. And we know that um, these particles can have effects on our red blood cell and our, you know, the flow of our red blood cells. Um, it's really not great to be in there. And they're not degrading very quickly or breaking down. Um, the little particles you can see in the back, this is actually some of the vitamin D liquid um, oil that was from the inside of the capsule. And you can see vitamin D lights up. It's actually really pretty. <laughs> but, you know, these other substances, we don't know what they are. So I just wanted to highlight that as well. Um, Wow, that's quite that's shocking. Moving the... Yeah, it is. So, and then we've got one other little video here as well, um, which I found is quite interesting. I try and play that. Again, I was moving the, the magnet and I was making that little, it was an air bubble it was attached onto. And just by moving the magnet was able to place the arm of that magnetic substance around the air bubble. Yeah, quite fascinating. So just coming on to what's going on in the world, you know, it's not only through the interventions or through potentially pharmaceutical drugs or even through, you know, some nutritional supplements, but we are bombarded by heavy metals from the air, land and sea. And we know this. And we know that these heavy metals can really affect our health going forward. Um, they bind on to, um, to places where minerals should be in our body and displace minerals. They stop our body from being able to absorb minerals to do the job that they're supposed to do. And, um, and, they, and they latch into these places and cause like a toxic soup really in, in the organ systems that they're, they've gone into. And also, you know, a lot of toxins get stored away in fat cells in the body. So a lot of people are having problems losing weight. It could be that they've got a buildup of toxins within their system and going on a, a detox as such or heavy metal detox can help them lose weight. So this brings us on to, you know, a solution for these heavy metals. 
And I've been working with a company called The Root Brand for about a year now. And they have an amazing product called Clean Slate, which is a zeolite product. Now, zeolite's uh, nature's natural way of removing toxic metals. They help clean up the body. They actually help clean up the earth as well. But they do help clean up the body. And the reason why this particular product is amazing is because um, it comes from the company called The Root Brand. And there's a formulator, Dr. Christina Ram, who spent a lot of time working out how to, to make this product, make the zeolite work more efficiently in our body, to make it get into cell more efficiently, to pull out these heavy metals. Um, Dr. Christina Ram used to work in the pharmaceutical industry, so she knows how to get products into cell but she's now jumped over to the nutraceuticals. So she applies her knowledge into nutrition, which is very unique because a lot of companies don't have that um, know-how. So this Clean Slate is a powerful um, heavy metal detoxification um, product. And it's so simple to take as well, which I'll come on to. I just want to show you what Clean Slate looks like under the microscope. So these little, um, crystals they are that you can see these are the zeolite crystals and these are what go around the body cleaning up the cells and cleaning up the tissue basically they have a honeycomb structure and they have a very powerful negative charge on the outside so all heavy metals and toxins have a have a positive charge so this is how they go around they go into cell and they're very highly attracted to the positive particles that latch onto them and then pull them out through the body. They just come out through, um, through the kidneys um, and through the urine. It's a really simple process because a lot of the time with heavy metal detoxification, as I'm sure you're aware, Clive, we, as naturopaths, we use um, DMSA, which is a, it's a product that actually pulls out not only heavy metals, but minerals as well. And when it's, when it's stirring up the, the pulling out of these heavy metals, there's no guarantee that it's going to be sort of pulled out of the system. Then you need to add chelating agents into the mix. So you have to have the, the um, DMSA, you have to re-inoculate with minerals and you have to have chelating agents and it could be quite grueling on the body. But the beauty of clean slate is you just need to take a few drops, you know, once or twice a day and it does all of that for you. It's so, so simple. Um, and I've done before and after tests with Clean Slate with my clients as well. So someone who has high, he high heavy metals, and then we put them on the Clean Slate, and then we test two to three months later, and the heavy metals are coming down as they would with the DMSA protocol. So I was really happy to find this product and to see that it works really efficiently. Um, this is, again, uh, the Clean Slate. Now, something unusual happened when I put the clean slate on the side and I left it for a couple of hours. All these lines appeared, and I'd never seen this before. And if we just go in for a closer look, you can see that all the crystals started to line up on the lines. And I really didn't understand why this was happening until I spoke to Dr. Christina Ram, the formulator. And in her proprietary blend, she actually does special things with the zeolites. She, she has a special process of fracking and polarization and frequency. And, you know, her explanation was that um, it's because of what she does. And some, there's, because it's proprietary blend, she doesn't say everything that she does, 
but she wasn't surprised to see that um, these crystals were sort of doing what needed to be done or lining up. They have like an intelligence. They say that anything at the quantum level um, has its own intelligence. And this is kind of what I witnessed under the microscope. I get to see amazing things under the microscope, which I'm going to show you a bit further on as well. So, and you can see these are the crystals up, you know, even closer still. And you begin to see as we drill down at high magnification, this sort of ultraviolet hue around the crystals. And this to me is, is the negative charge pulsating out that we talk about. And here's, you know, even up closer. Um, they really do look beautiful under the microscope, these um, zeolite crystals in the clean slate solution. And they are all different sizes, which is what we want. We want some to be, you know, going into smaller areas of the body. The larger crystals may help clean up any toxicity within the gut. So it's good to have various sizes. And this is uh, the, the most beautiful zeolite crystal that I've come across um, in clean slate. And this is it slightly up close. We just go back to this picture. You can see almost like the the negative charge around this crystal, sort of just you know pushing away anything else around it there, all the other negative charges, charge crystals, and this is up up close, and it just looks so beautiful. It's like Starship Enterprise with all the the rainbow colours through it. I it was just such a beauty to look at. So. Luckily, through the experiment I did with the antibiotic, I actually had a medium to put clean slate to the test, you know, outside of the body. So I wanted to see whether clean slate would somehow clean up the, the heavy metals in the, in the solution or what it would do to it. So I put four drops of clean slate. I dissolved another half capsule of antibiotic. Then I put four drops of clean slate into the water. And 48 hours later, when I went back with my magnets, um, the, the magnetic pull was just far less. Um, there was hardly anything left there to pull these, you know, the black particles around. And a lot of them had, um, they weren't just, they weren't coming to the magnet anymore. So what I could get out of the, the glass, I put under the microscope with a little bit of the solution. So we had some movement and I was trying to find one of these uh, iron oxide magnetized nanoparticles or the graphene, you know, attached onto one of the crystals. And I was so lucky to find that picture. So this, as you can see on the right side is the beautiful crystal, the zeolite crystal from the clean state solution. And just here is one of the iron oxide magnetized nanoparticles latched on. So that was just like a hallelujah moment you know, to capture that. Uh, we don't often see, see things like this, you know, up, up so up close and for real. We can just talk about them. This is what it does. But to actually see it, seeing is believing. And, you know, with Clean Slate, it's not just cleaning up heavy metals. It's also cleaning up um, other environmental toxins and plastics. Um, also helps to clean up the body of, you know, viral debris as well and bacteria and mold spores. So it's gonna help with a lot of conditions, the clean slate. And what I discovered was um, just 10 drops, um, sorry, five drops twice a day is a great maintenance dose just to you know, start off with, to start cleaning your system. 
You can go up to 10 drops twice a day as well. If you've got a particularly um, large heavy metal load or you know you want to detox, it's just working up very slowly with the dosage. Now, I want to just show you what healthy blood looks like. Um, when we're looking at red blood cells, we want them to be lovely and round and roughly the same shape and size. We want them to have a very healthy cell membrane as well because the cell membrane is, you know, does a lot of the work for, for our cells. It has to be healthy to be able to carry oxygen, take in nutrients, you know, get rid of the waste products and to be able to go around the body efficiently. It takes one minute for a red blood cell to circulate the body. So they have to be very pliable and healthy. And a capillary is roughly about three to four microns in diameter. And a red blood cell is 78, seven to eight microns in diameter. So this is why they need to be you know, really pliable to get to the furthest points in our body. And maybe they have to go one by one at some places to deliver oxygen and nutrients and take away waste products. So this picture is you know, showing a very healthy blood sample. These, red, these bubbles are your red blood cells. And this is actually just a neutrophil in the middle, it's, uh, this is the first line of defense for an invading um, bacteria that enter your system and uh, they help to, to clean up the body. So I had a client come to see me who had taken the recent intervention and his upper forearm was very swollen. And I asked him if he minded if I took a sample from his arm and put it under the microscope to see what was going on. Um, he came to see me because he wasn't feeling very well 24 hours after taking the shot. And this is what his blood cells look like. So completely different. You can see that the cell membrane is completely compromised and puckering is what we call burr cells or pukilocytes. So the red blood cells aren't going to be doing their job uh, for this client. And it wasn't just at the injection sites. We also did a peripheral blood sample. As I said, it takes one minute for a red blood cell to go around your body. And his, bread, his peripheral blood sample also had the birth cells or the kilocytes. So you, it wouldn't be um, unexpected in a toxic soup of vaccination <laughs> ingredients to see the cells looking like this. But it's quite disturbing to know that it doesn't just stay in the site that's going around the body and this is affecting your whole body. Because um, I think people tend to, you know, block off their body into areas, but the circulation is going the whole time. Um, and just to have a look at some other pictures of people who've taken the intervention, how blood, this is a typical picture of someone who's had the intervention. Um, I'd say about 95% of people have what we call rouleau. So it's a stacking together of the red blood cells. There's a lot of stickiness and coagulation. And again, when the blood cells are like this, it's not going to be delivering oxygen and nutrients efficiently. And a lot of people are complaining of, sort of brain fog and you know, um, feeling fatigued and tired um, and just not being able to, just not feeling themselves after having the shot. Um, those would probably be one, you know, some of the most mildest symptoms you would get um, through Rouleau. But this is the reason why, because the blood's just not circulating as efficiently as it as it could do. Um, and again, this is another patient. Now, this client has not only the Rouleau, the stacking together of the red blood cells, a bit more 
coagulation, you know, clumping together red blood cells, but there's also what we call um, fibrinogen. And these are acute phase proteins that are given out by the liver when there's inflammation or um, infection potentially in, in the body. Um, and they go around trying to repair whatever the problem is, but the trouble is they're very sticky as well. So they can cause, they can add to the stickiness problem. And um, these would show up in a standard red uh, blood test as uh, inflammation markers, say C-reactive protein. So we've got the Rouleau, and that would show up in a blood test as the erythrocyte sedimentation rate test, which is showing there's um, inflammation and you know clumping in the blood. So we've got ESR, we've got CRP showing, we can see these visually in live blood analysis. And then we also have what we call some platelet binding, some thrombosis, you know, thrombocytes. And depending on the size and um, the frequency of those, um, this can also be a problem. And this, this will come along when there's damage to maybe the inside of um, the vascular system, or there's just some damage somewhere in the body that's going along to repair. And again, this is very sticky as well. So this is why we end up with like a sticky situation in our blood. And we would rate all of these, you know, anomalies, um, the, the Rouleau, the C-reactive protein, or fibrinogen and the, throm the, the throm thrombocytes from one to five. Um, and if we had five for each, then we know we're heading towards a thrombotic condition. And this is really what's been happening to a lot of people post the shots, you know, it's a lot of blood clots. Um, and strokes and, and heart attacks um, and inflammation of the heart, etc. So we're, we're kind of seeing the picture in the blood, like a prelude to potentially what's been, been happening. And again, this is another client. You can see a bit more erythrocyte aggregation, but more clumping going on. So this is typical. Uh, and also, I do dry blood analysis, whereas with live blood analysis, we're looking at cellular morphology. With dry blood analysis, it's um, coagulation morphology. So we're also looking at pictures, and there's a completely different picture from a healthy blood sample on the left to an unhealthy blood sample on the right. So when we're looking at dry blood analysis, we want to have this, what we call fibrin, actually, um, through the sample. So we show this all tight junctures. It's not it's not showing any gaps. So if we take a look at the right side, we can see there's lots of gaps. And this is, it used to be called the oxidative stress test, but we called this dry blood analysis. And just want to show you very, very quickly here. So this person would be having a lot of inflammation. This would usually tie in with what we see with the live blood analysis as well. There's a lot of gaps, it's what we call um, PPPs, um, polymerized protein puddles. And we don't want to be seeing these gaps. So that's one indication of oxidative stress or inflammation in the system. And what I'm seeing a lot with clients as well is what we call viral spikes. You can see these little spikes poking out. Um, this is an indication that the, the client is dealing with um, some viral matter within their system, um, which is what's been happening around the world whether it's been put into the body, you know, through the interventions, um, or the, the body's going through a detox, because when we put in heavy metals into the system that shouldn't be there, then they can 
they can gather in the cells and then the cells can at some point have what we call a detox which a lot of people call flu okay or you know they're having an expression where their body is heating up because it's trying to get rid of whatever's coming out of the cells it's like a detoxification so a lot of people who come to see me after the intervention aren't feeling great uh, maybe they've had what's they call COVID a few times um, so their body's detoxing and if we look into these little protein puddles if we see what we call um, salic acid um, we don't want to be seeing things like this because this is just showing this the toxicity within the system and just one more picture to give you an idea also um, with the heavy metals we can actually have a look we can see these show up in the dry blood analysis because they'll show up as these lines on the outer edge of the sample so it's quite interesting to see things you know from this perspective um, but I don't want to scare everybody. Um, there are some great solutions out there. And just pulling uh, it back to Padam. But before we get on to the solutions, can I ask you a couple of points? So prior to the interventions, let's say 100, 100, you tested 100 normal, so to speak, they think they're healthy people. How many yeah. would have had all that beautiful se separate blood cells and how, how now, on average, I mean, it, are you seeing a massive change from the amount of people that were normal before to the amount of people that are normal now? Yeah, I can see there's a difference. And I belong to a group of, you know, live blood microscopists worldwide, and we all post pictures for what we've been seeing. And the last two years has been unprecedented. Um, not only the, the uptick in this sort of calculation, but also foreign bodies in the blood that we've never seen before. So, I mean, I haven't put obviously lots of pictures up here, um, but, you know, little gold rings and um, sort of black patches. And, you know, we, we all post to go, hey, what do you think this is? Because there have been some new anomalies, you know usually we'd put things like that down to artifact or maybe some dust got on the side because we're not in a you know clinical environment when we're doing live blood analysis and and things can get on the slide and we have to you know be aware of that as well um but we're all seeing very similar type of anomalies uh which is interesting yeah so there has been a, a slight change in what we're witnessing definitely so so, so how much of a change i mean what percentage of people in the old days had normal blood? I, I, I don't, you know, what percentage in the old days had normal blood? So usually the coagulation pictures I was showing you would be somebody who's maybe a bit older um, and who's on medications, right? Um, the, the coagulation happens because I forgot to say the outside of the red blood cell um, has a powerful negative charge. And this is how the blood should be. It should be all the red blood cells should be repelling each other and not sticking together, right? So when the cells do stick together, it shows that there's an element of um, toxicity or acidity within potentially the interstitial tissue as the red blood cells you know, circulate. And when we have a lot of toxicity or medications in our system, um, they can turn the interstitial interstitial tissue a bit acidic because medications are acidic 
Um, if someone's drinking a lot of coffee, maybe they're having a really poor diet, a lot of junk food, not, not many whole foods, etc. that can cause coagulation of the blood, mainly because of the, the terrain, you know, the terrain being the plasma is, um, is compromised as that flows through the lymphatic system and through the interstitial tissue, it can make it a bit more acidic. The blood is always maintaining 7.4 um, pH. Uh, so it's doing everything it can, and then it will start pulling the calcium out from the bones to always maintain that 7.4. It's very, very important. But it's not to say the blood you know, goes around the body into all different places, and then it can affect the outside, the outside charge of the red blood cells and other places where there is more acidity. So yeah, percentage-wise, you know, maybe about 20% of people would come to me and they would have compromised blood. Most people would have lovely blood, you know, back in the day. And um, we'd pick up on anomalies and maybe some fibrinogen would be coming if there's inflammation in their system that would cause more coagulation. But now I would say about 70% of people who come to me have this picture. Um, and most people coming to see me now are vaccinated because they want to have a look at their blood to see what's going on. So, uh, and when I compare that to non-vaccinated blood, you can see the difference. Wow, right, okay. Um, so, you know, I've been using the clean slate myself. One, one of the questions I wanted to know was, um, people who are very compromised health-wise, how slowly should they start? Yeah, so it's a very individual thing. I've had some people start on one or two drops and um, they can feel it, you know, that it's, it's stimulated something. Other people seem to be able to start at five and um, they're fine. But if, you, if people start at one or two drops and they're not getting a headache um, or it's not affecting them in, in that way, you know, through some detox sort of um, symptoms, then just to carry on maybe for another couple of days and then increase it by another one drops every two days. I would try to get up to five drops twice a day as a maintenance dose. But it's, it's, it's quite an individual thing. How did you find it, Clive, when you started? What, how many doses did you start off with? How many drops? I think I tried two on the first day twice and now uh, I'm having, yeah, probably roughly five morning, five evening, gen, something like that. Yeah. And how, how are you feeling on that? If you're feeling fine? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I've been, been using zeolite for, you know, a long time in the past and, uh, yeah, I, I organically when, whenever possible, biodynamically if possible. So yeah, perfect. I'm I hopefully think not too poisoned. If you're doing the work, then you shouldn't have too much of a reaction. It's really if the body has things to detox and it could, it could cause a bit of a reaction. But just to remember that the zeolites do actually grab hold of the toxins to pull them out. They shouldn't be floating around. You can get more of a reaction if you take EDTA or DMSA um, without any chelating agents and you're more likely, you know, to get that reaction. Um, but, uh, you know, you should be fine on starting off with a few drops and, and adding up from there.
But the Root brands um, also have been helping a lot of people with what's been going on in the world. And there's a doctor, Dr. Keshkesh, particularly in Europe, who's been working with the Trinity and top athletes who had to take the intervention and then were unable to do their work afterwards because they were having such ill effects afterwards. So he was doing all the tests, looking at um, not only the, like, the C-reactive protein, the erythrocyte sedimentation rate, but also the pro-BMP marker, which is the inflammation of the heart, uh, which a few of the athletes had, you know, which is a prelude to myocarditis, and also the D-dimer marker, which is looking at the microclotting. And from his markers, um, he was able to, you know, put people on the Trinity and after three months, brought all these markers down and then these athletes were able to go back to their work. So we know that these three products in the Trinity, you've got the clean slate, you've also got the zero in. So a lot of people are having a lot of, sort of as I said, brain fog, um, just not, you know, it's cognitive function after having the shot, it's affecting them. And the zero in is an amazing product because it helps boost serotonin and dopamine. And, um, that helps to to really help you focus in and you know um affects your mood so you can concentrate better it's actually an amazing sub supplement it's a bit like the limitless pill from that film limitless it it really does you feel it and um it also if we're looking at the clean slate as well for helping you to to think more clearly that also works on your pineal gland it's another thing i forgot to say so the pineal gland, you know, can become quite calcified. And then that also, you know, affects us being able to think clearly, to be able to really have that connection um, through meditation or, you know, our connection with source. So when we clean out our pineal gland, you know, we, we sleep better as well because the also with combined with the zero M because there's the serotonin is a precursor to melatonin. So zero in and um, clean slate work really well together to help you, you know, cognitively function better and to sleep better. And then there's also the Restore, which is a powerful anti-inflammatory. It's like a, a liquid um, multi-nutrient. Um, all of the products are organic and GMO-free, obviously, um, but the nutrients inside the Restore also help to clean up the gut and those, you know, the gut junctions to stop any um, toxicity finding its way into our blood system that shouldn't do uh, at all. So the three work together and then obviously we know the gut-brain connections and when we've got tighter junctions in our gut and we're blocking um, the heavy metals and other toxins going into our blood circulation, then really we're, we're, we're covering a lot of bases with these three products to help us, to help our gut heal, to help remove the toxicity and to help us you know function better cognitively so this is why the three are really are really very powerful um and also there's another product they do which i really feel i should mention you know anyone trying to find solutions right now um they have the mitochondria defense shield and this is a really powerful product as well because it's got um, not only quercetin like powerful anti-inflammatory but it's also got nad and NAD is like the, um, the helper molecule. It goes around helping to repair things in your body 
and it also helps to protect the mitochondria and the mitochondria protects the DNA. So when we're taking the mitochondria defense shield, it's helping to not only keep the cell healthy, it's helping to create more energy in the cell and it's helping to protect the DNA. And we're very worried about you know, the DNA with these biotech interventions. Um, if the cell it doesn't have the energy to detox, no matter what beautiful nutrients you give it, it's not going to be able to do its job as efficiently either. So we have to look at the mitochondria with any detox program and think we need to just try and help upregulate that as well. So the mitochondria defense shield is, is quite an important um, product to potentially add on to the Trinity just for that reason. And I really love the mitochondria defense shield. I take that every day. And um, I really do feel my energy is, is really boosted by it. It's a great supplement. Um, and we know with you know, the molecule, the helper molecule NAD, um, as I said, it just not only helps with boosting energy, but it does help with DNA repair as well. So uh, it's so important to, to be looking at just all these different, you know, um, amazing supplements to help our body deal with what's going on in this time right now. Um, there is one other thing that I wanted to talk about as well is the air around you. We, we talk about land, sea and air, all these toxins are all around us. And when we're in our home environment, we can have these air cleaners to try and neutralize you know, the toxins in our air, uh, which come off the carpets and the, um, the sofas and you know coming through the window all these different toxins and pollen some people are more allergic to pollens etc but when we're traveling around when we're flying on an airplane going through airports we don't have control of that air and likewise if we're going into office buildings so root have um, sourced a product which is uh, an air cleaning portable air cleaning device that you put around your neck and they're small and basically what that does is it, it's, it pushes out um, positive ions. Most home cleaning air filters um, push out the negative ions because what that does is it just all these particles that are affected by really the Wi-Fi and they're hanging around in the air when they should be dropping to the floor. So the negative particles help these, um, sorry, the negative ions help these particles drop to the floor. That's how it cleans up the air. But with the portable device, um, this actually gives out the positive ions, so it's pushing away any, um, you know, pollen or um, any toxins in the air that we don't want to be breathing in. And that's, that's the benefit of it, and it also gives out a little bit of ozone. So it's actually, you're breathing in some lovely clean air around you, no matter where you are. And this little product actually um, charges for, I think, five to eight hours, but it gives you like 28 hours charge or you know fresh air so if you're going on a long haul flight you can you're fine you just charge it up and you're going to have lovely fresh air around you nothing's going to come you know near you so it's just looking at solutions as to you know how we navigate the world right now with everything that we know that's going on um and i just wanted to also maybe show you because we talk about uh nutrients and we talk about pharmaceuticals and i always say that anything that's beautiful or comes from nature you can see it under the microscope and this i want to show you is a flower remedy 
and it's showing that when we talk about Dr. Bruce Lipton, he says anything, uh, particles are spinning, um, a spinning vortex of uh, energy, and this is exactly what it is. When we look at particles under the microscope, we can see energy in these particles, and especially if they come from nature. And this is a flower remedy, and this little molecule here is is stationary. It was moving, it became stationary, and this little molecule here is actually intrigued by this molecule, and it keeps coming back to have a look at it. And I think it doesn't show people that you know, we can't see what goes on at the microcosm level, you know, so, but I get to see it and really seeing is believing. So let me just show you this video. Let me know if it play, if it's going to stop or stall, Clive. Yeah, it's working fine. Okay, so you can see this molecule is doing its own thing. You've got other molecules floating around doing, going wherever they're going, but he's like intentionally coming back to this stationary molecule. Here he is again. And then he comes back for a really good look. And starts to circle the molecule. And he's like, okay. He's moving intentionally, then he decides, boom, I'm going to bump into you. Come on, get up moving. And he realizes now he's not going to do anything and he goes off. And I was just so amazed by that video because it just shows that, you know, at this level that there's life that we don't understand so much, you know, um, at this micro level. And, you know, we think we're so clever in this world and we can sort of, you know, through science do all these amazing things, but actually in nature, <laughs> um, there's a whole world going on that a lot of us don't understand. And if we go back to Dr. Bruce Lipton, he says that, you know, the particle is a spinning vortex of energy. And we know that energy um, has a frequency. And if we could see the frequency of our cells, you know, schematics, it would probably look something like this on the outside of a cell. And we know that frequency has a light and that light has a color. And to be able to see the world, you know, and from a different perspective, which we don't have the ability to see as humans, we would probably have a completely different view on healing, you know? So I just wanted to leave that with you. And also to say that, I don't know if anybody knows, but the heart emits light, it emits 20 photons of light per second. And if we're doing the inner work where we're sort of um, cleaning up ourselves and we're decalcifying the pineal gland and we're able to, you know, connect in with ourselves and with nature and with source energy, then we're going to be lifting our own frequency and we can emit up to 100 photons of light per second if we work on ourselves. And really raising our own frequency is just as important as taking supplements because when we raise our frequency, we're healthier. We know that when people are not well, you know, they're down, um, they're depressed, then they're more likely to get illnesses and maybe, you know, 
things around them don't work out as well. We know this is like they're on a low vibe and somebody who's flying and, you know, got very positive energy, positive thoughts in their head, they're on a higher vibe and they don't get sick as often. So it's really important, I think, to do the inner work as much as taking supplements. Well, indeed, <clears throat> indeed. Um, if I could just bring you back to the little device, the positive ion generator, do you think that's actually basically a very small ozone generator? Yeah, it is a small ozone generator. It gives a little bit of ozone. And I spoke to the actual manufacturer of the product um, because I wanted to understand it a bit better. So he was explaining to me um, how the device works. And he said, yes, it does give out a little bit of ozone and the positive ions. Yes, I'm wondering whether the positive ions come with the ozone, you know, whether it's just simply an ozone generator that happens to produce positive ions, which it may well do, I'm not sure. Okay, good question. Um, I don't know the answer to that. I'm very keen on ozone because I've got, I've been using various ozone generators over the last couple of decades for, for various things. Yes. And I've seen incredible results. The stuff you can do with ozone is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's ozone chambers that you can sit in um, to boost your health. Well, you, you can sit in one of those uh, chambers where your head's sticking out. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And the first time I tried one of those years ago, I was in in a German clinic. He was showing me all this fantastic equipment, and um, uh, so I sat in in this chamber. It had not just ozone, but also carbon dioxide in the chamber as well. Right. And after the session, he said, "Look behind you," and I looked behind you where where the white towel I'd been sitting on was, and there was a distinct shape of me. Uh, it's sort of black brownie stuff that somehow come out of my body in a very short time with wow. all the ozone and the carbon dioxide dragging it out. That's amazing. That sounds an interesting one. I was speaking with another live blood analysis expert actually from America who was telling me that he uses ultraviolet intravenous. Have you heard of that one? No, I have not heard of that. Yeah, it's been around for a very, very long time. And basically, you take some blood out, run it through some UV lights, which you know, completely is obviously antibacterial, anti-everything anti nasty, antipathogenic. Yeah. And they just put it back in again. And yeah. uh, you know, anything that might be viewed as infectious for any, anything, you know, ozone works brilliantly for that sort of thing. But ultraviolet intravenous, ultraviolet infusion of the blood seems to be even better. And I've been looking into how easy it would be to make one. So they charge quite a lot of money if you want to actually buy one. Right. But um, not difficult. No. Um, you know, so many of these things are 100 years old. You know, in the background there, I've got a Tesla device oh. that's 100 years old. And uh, it worked brilliantly 100 years ago, but then it got overtaken by antibiotics. You know, yeah. people, people wanted that quick, short tablet. Yes, exactly. I think the original antibiotics were actually just made of colour, weren't they? Um, I was reading up on it, just saying because they found that you know the artificial colours actually kill um, bacteria in the system. So this is why originally a lot of antibiotics were all very brightly coloured. 
I didn't know that. Yeah, I was really surprised when I read that as well. It was an interesting fact. Yeah. And, uh, just getting back to the NAD for a minute. Yeah. Um, uh, have you looked at the research between uh, regular vitamin B3, NAD, NAD+, plus, NADH? You know, I've used NADH with people with Parkinson's and seen incredible results, actually. Yes, that's a reduced, isn't it? Reduced um, NAD. So it's absorbed a lot easier. Um, yeah, so I forget the name of the doctor. There's a doctor at the moment who's really huge on, um, uh, on NAD combined with B12, combined with... Um, uh, lactoferrin. Have you heard of this mixture? No. No. So yeah, it's just another process to to really boost up the cells and the circulation. Um, yeah, and I think the vitamin D is also important for uh, for Parkinson's. They say that the vitamin D receptors are upregulated with Parkinson's. So to reduce those vitamin D receptors, you know, and there's, there's a few other ways to do that as well. But I think there's just, there's amazing breakthroughs happening right now in the whole nutraceutical world. Um, at the same time, this is BioNTech side is trying to take over the world. Uh, so, you know, I, it's gonna be very interesting the next couple of years up until 2030 as to where all this goes. Uh, I know in New Zealand, there's a bill they're trying to push through, um, which is to do with trying to reduce therapeutics, taking, trying to take natural substances off the market. Uh, and they've tried twice already, and the bill's gonna go through, gonna try and go through for a third time at the beginning of next month. So, there's a lot of pressure for all these amazing natural substances out there to, to be taken away from us. And uh, I know there's a lot of good people trying to fight the good fight to stop that from happening. So that will be an interesting one to watch. Yes. Yeah. Um, take and the away from people, you know, choosing to take supplements and having to go to, you know, the synthetic versions by pharma. Well, you know, it's all one big battle, isn't it? The governments of the world, the, the leaders of the world against the people. Total enslavement is what they have planned, it seems to me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, personally, I'm optimistic enough that I think enough people will awaken from their slumber and see the writing on the wall. But... If they do see the writing on the wall, well, what what choice is there? Really, the, the the choice is for people to not have government rule their lives at all. Yeah, well, yeah, I think the whole system needs to be changed, really. But I do feel that the big farmer are behind a lot of governments, and they're they're the ones pushing for all of this. You know, there's there's huge control. Yes, as far well. as I can tell. Well, look, Caroline, thank you so much for everything you've uh, taught myself and everybody today. Absolutely fascinating. And uh, so you're seeing clients if somebody wanted to seek you out? 
Oh yes, definitely. If somebody wants to, um, you know, take a look at their blood, um, the dry blood analysis, you don't actually need to come and see me. Um, if people go to my website, then that can be ordered online. It's a test kit. Uh, if somebody wants to particularly come and see the live blood analysis, then they can, you know, look to book in with me as well. So how do they find you? Um, on my website, carolinemansfield.com, just basically my name. And you're in London? I'm in actually North London, or just north of North London, St Albans. All right, very nice. Good, nice, nice city. Yeah. Excellent. And um, uh, I don't know that we can talk about this, but uh, uh, what sort of charge would people expect to get oh, live blood analysis? Okay, so live blood analysis consultation is £160. So that will include a summary and photographs and video of what we discover um, of your blood. Um, dry blood analysis, um, if you order online, is £149. Again, um, the test kit will arrive to you and you send your, your sample back to me. All the instructions will be in the test kit. And then I'll do a summary of what we discover in the blood. And if you wanted to do both, then there's a special price for both for that. Right. Fantastic. Well, I think um, that is absolutely wonderful. Super information. I will uh, get this video out uh, in the near future and send you a copy. Did, Lovely. Did, did my colleagues make you a member of the Secret Health Club? No, no, they haven't. Oh, well, I will have them do that. Um, right. You know, when I got chucked off YouTube years ago, um, I decided I'll start a club with all the information that they don't want you to know about uh, there. So I'll, I'll sign you up to that because there's lots and lots of interesting stuff there. Okay. I'd love to love to join that and have a look around. Thank you. Brilliant. Thank, thank you very much. If there's anything I can ever do for you from my end of things, you know, something crops up, you can't figure out or something, uh, feel free to ask Perfect. me. Thank you very much. I will do, Clive. And thank you for having me on. Thank you, Caroline. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.